You're listening to BSRN, Box Studios Radio Network. And now it's time for another Power Play Post Show interview exclusive. We're here at the Broome County Veterans Memorial Arena with Philip Novak of the Binghamton Senators. And, uh, you know, just came over from the San Antonio Rampage and the Florida Panthers organization. Philip, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Um, first, I, I have to ask you, um, when you found out that you were traded to the Ottawa Senators organization, it's a very deep organization, has a lot of depth with player-wise and whatnot. Were you excited? Were you kind of nervous? Uh, what were your thoughts when you got drafted over to the uh, Ottawa Senators? Uh, I wasn't nervous. You know, I actually was, I was kind of glad because uh, I didn't really see my future with, with, uh, with the Panthers. And uh, they, you know, they kind of clearly let me know that they don't really have plans with me. And, and uh, you know, they, I, got, I got traded and uh, I was actually relieved. Kind of yeah. fresh start for me. Hey, and, and you're coming to a team where... Um, they, they obviously have a good chance to win the Stanley Cup. And uh, you know how the seasons go, 80 games, there can be injuries. You could obviously get called up and everything. Um, was, that, was that something that when, when you find out about that and you were able to come here, um, were you like, okay, i got to play my heart out in Binghamton as much as I can to get noticed to kind of go up? Well, what I was thinking, uh, you know, I didn't have, really have a good year last year, and uh, I was just kind of trying to get back and, you know, have fun playing hockey again. And uh, I know it's going to be tough to get called up because, especially for defensemen, because they got extra defensemen up there. And uh, it's just, if, you know, if somebody get hurt, but uh, I, I don't wish it to anybody. Um, well, of course not. Absolutely not. Um, what did you think when you first – now, I, I don't know if you actually heard of Binghamton before nope. getting traded. So <laughs> – so you get the trade. You go up to obviously Ottawa for the um, uh, spring trainers. I want to say spring training. Actually, I'm thinking I, of baseball. I was, I was traded after. after oh, that, yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, so you came here directly for. Uh, From, I was in Rochester for about a week because Florida and Buffalo got the split farm team there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was there for about a week, and then they told me I'm traded here, so I just drove. And um, um, when you came down to uh, obviously uh, Binghamton. And everything. What did you think? I mean, you walk into this arena. It's a small arena. It sits uh, 47-10, and it's a small. It's a small rink. It's one of the smallest, actually, in the American Hockey League. I think Syracuse and us are the smallest. What did you think of the size of the rink? Well, you know, especially last year in San Antonio, we had such such a big uh, arena. It's beautiful. Huge, there. Yeah, huge. It's, hu- it's, it's huge, and actually, I like this lot better because it's not that big, and fans are right close, and it's it's every time it looks packed. It, it is packed every time, pretty much. Yeah. And it's loud, and in San Antonio, it's kind of it's so big. You know, even was, if fans were trying to yell, it's just there wasn't enough of them to make any difference. So, do you as a player feed off the energy that the crowd can bring to you? Oh, for sure, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, especially here, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very cool. Now, I remember, I think it was about two weeks ago, you were number two star of the game, I believe it was. <laughs> And I'll, I'll tell you what, there's not many people that I know. I mean, they come out, they do their circle, they do their little wave walk off. You were clapping. What was it about that game that made you so happy that when you were picked uh, number two star that you wanted to even applaud back to the, the fans? 
Well, I mean, you know, they just the fans just did such a great go- job, you know, cheering us on and everything. And you know, I had goosebumps most of the most of the third period, or well, actually most of the game. And it's, it's just because I haven't haven't experienced it in the last three years. And right, and, and it's it's just awesome, you know. You feed off of it, and it makes you work hard. Let's talk a little bit about your your knee. Um, which knee was it again? It was ankle. It, it was your. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. It was your ankle, and it was your. So My it was left, your, it was left, your left ankle. ankle. Talk to me a little bit about the play and what happened. It was against the Houston Arrows, and it was I think your final game versus them that season. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about the play and what happened. Well, it, it, it was still back then when the rules. Uh, you know, there was actually it's still the same, but. Um, yeah, they skipped a year. They they took out the no touch icing for one year. I know. And, it was uh, bad timing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was bad timing, but. But talk to me a little bit about the play. What yeah, happened? Yeah, well, the puck was dumped in into our zone, and I was skating to get it because I had to. I had to touch the puck, so it's icing. And the guy behind me was was kind of pushed with his stick, pushed my heel forward. He did push I, the heel, yeah. the stick. Okay, uh, onto your skate, and so you went down. And did it feel like it popped? Did, did, what, what kind of feeling did it happen? Because I mean, I've run into the boards yeah. and had my ankle pop a little bit and stuff. Did it feel like that, or you know what it? I didn't hear any popping. It, I didn't even twist my ankle. You know, it was just the impact. I went straight in my ankle to the to the wall with, right. with, with the skate. It was such a hard impact that, you know, it 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 bruised the bone. Mm-hmm. And you know, the doctor said, I guess the blood stopped flowing, like flowing into the cartilage. And you know, that way the cartilage started dying off, and and uh, it was corrupted. It was broken. So now. Was there also a torn ligament? Yeah, I had torn ligament too, but that's not a big deal actually. <laughs> that's not a big deal. Okay, so so now to fix this, you actually did an experimental surgery at that point, um, with only like a sixty percent chance of it was actually going to to fix the problem, and that was taking cartilage out of the knee and put it into the ankle. Yeah, exa- well, exactly. Now was that one surgery? Did it was a multiple type of thing? Or was, how did it happen? It was one surgery. It took about four hours. And um, how much training afterwards? How, how long do you think you rehabbed afterwards before you were able to get back on the ice? That was the worst time ever. I, uh, really? Oh, yeah. I think uh, I was on, I w- couldn't walk for a month and a half. Wow. Then uh, they put me... Actually, yeah, I was on crutches for three months. Then I had to walk in booth for, let's say, another two months. Mm-hmm. And and uh, since since they took my, the cast off, I I was doing rehab and every day I had to drive you know I don't know, like 20 minutes. That was kind of it was far. So it right. It's kind of you know pain in the butt. But rehab every day and uh, in the summer work on it like try to get the strength back and uh, it's it was tough. It was mentally tough. Now so you came back for obviously the uh, the next season and that next season's when they adopted the rule to have no touch icing. Which I think is a phenomenal rule. I think it's a rule that should stay in, should have stayed in um, American Hockey League, and should be adapted up to the National Hockey League. Why do you think? Because you're obviously a professional player. Why do you think they went back to it? Uh, I think it's just uh, trying to keep keep the game going, you know. So there's not so many whistles. But I mean, when you look at the game, it doesn't happen too often that you know the opposing forward gets to the puck sooner. Right. Than, right. No, than I agree. Defenseman. So. I think it's a kind of useless rule, but and you know I, I agree with you. I, I mean, in, I remember when we argued about it last year on this show about whether or not it should be there or should not be there. And I always said my defense was that injuries happen. You see, people have stupid, useless injuries because of that rule of having had to have somebody touch it up. ECHL has been doing it for years, where it's no touch icing. They don't even bother with it. Blow the whistle. 
you know, you come back. You guys probably skate probably up to the circles and kind of swirl around, and you go back and everything, so it's not a big deal. Um, this year with the new, new rules or the enforcement of the penalties, what are your thoughts on that so far and how the referees are handling that? Oh... Uh... I think uh, I think the idea is pretty good. Yeah, you know, it's it's just a matter of uh, referees doing being consistent because uh. there have been few there have been a few games that referees didn't call anything at all. Yeah, and the next game they you know they call even you you just put the stick over the above the waist and and it's a, it's a penalty. So. Yeah, and, and which makes no absolutely no sense how you can call it one way one game and the next game. Yeah, and it's it's hard one. to adjust for for the players. You know, it's, yeah. they they don't know when they can do and when they. It's. It's. Uh, I think it's got a little better last last few games, last couple of games. Now, yeah, for you guys, and I've, of course, everybody talks has been talking about whether it be in print media or even on our show here. We talk about Lance Ward and Brennan Evans and good friends of yours, obviously joining since joining the team and everything. What do you think has been the hardest for them? Because it seems like they've been picked on the most about this. Well, you know, they're such aggressive players because they they've been you know they've been using their sticks, you know, like little cross checks. Yeah. Just you know, really feisty, aggressive play, and and that's I think that's what you know they're so used to. It's their it's their habit. They've been playing like that since they were little. Right. And you know now they just come and they say you can do that because you're gonna have penalties, you know. And and la- last game they didn't take any. So which is which is a which is great. positive, which is yeah. good and everything. Is there? What does Buzzy say to you guys? Because I know he's more defensive minded and everything. He thinks about defense all the oh, time. He always says he wouldn't not be able to play now. <laughs> There's no way I would be playing. Well, I thought that would be Dave, but um, no. But what kind of advice does he give you guys about the enforcement of the rules right now, and and what you guys can do to make sure that you you don't get called for those penalties? Well, he tells us it's it's you know that it's positional game for us. We mm-hmm. gotta. We gotta be in a good spot all the time, and and uh, I think the main thing is to keep your skates moving because it's you know it always makes you hook somebody or, or trip you know mm-hmm. if you stop moving your skates. But if you keep skating, you always you know you always can back with them, with yeah. them yeah. And you can your angle is always good. Yeah. it's very important. Yeah. And the other thing, Buzzy told us that you know if if we're kind of we can sense that we're losing on them you know we just skate toward the net through the middle and right. you know it's always the shorter path yep. you kind of cut them off you kind of cut them off and take the angle away yeah. from them yeah. and take the lane away and i think that's very important is is uh, some of the defensemen like to kind of drift off into the corners and try to help the forwards maybe dig the puck out and everything yeah. and it leaves the goalie wide open um but you're a different type of defenseman, I think. Uh, from watching you so far, you like to rush the puck up. You have the good skating ability to get the puck up and get it to the other part of the forwards. And you were telling me just before we, 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 we came on here that they, they try to tell you to slow that down a little bit and not do that as much. But is that a natural thing for you that you're always thinking, get the puck up and out? Well, yeah, I, sh- I think it should be for every defenseman. That first pass, just give it to, if you can pass it to forward on a stick and makes it the, makes the transition much easier much faster right but i mean they don't really like like they they tell me to stay back you know <laughs> when we're winning because it's it's more uh, important to hold it's, the lead it's, yeah it's more important to hold the lead and uh, and plus sometimes i take too much risks you know and and i don't mind that i, I think you know if i want to make it to an nhl that's how i have to play i can't play offensively like that all the time but you do think that way a little bit do you maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. He's got a big smile on his face, so he's he's definitely thinking I got to go up and score and everything. But yeah, then I got to hold back a lot. Yeah. yeah, you you got to hold back a little bit more. Um, 
Who who on the who on the defense do you think is the leader of your defense? Is it Lance Ward? Yeah, because you know, he's the oldest, I think, of the of the group and everything. And what kind of advice does has he given some of the younger players about uh, just playing in the American Hockey League? Well, I you know, you know it's it's just to play our game, and uh, he, you know he's he's a good guy. He supports the other other teammates, other other defense partners, and. And I think so far, our, our, we got pretty good D, uh, all of them, you know, and every one of them are pretty good, and uh, I think they can handle themselves. Mm-hmm. They, they know what to do. They know what it takes. Are you guys, do you think you guys, at the beginning of the season, it didn't seem like you guys gelled to, together to that much. Do you think it's better now, a month and a half into the season, that defensively you guys know where each other is going to be, how each other likes to play? Has that helped getting that month and a half togetherness? Oh, definitely. It, it always helps a lot when, when you play together for a while. And and there's few, there's uh, new players on this team, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it takes 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 a while to get used to. And and uh, I think Dave did a, with Buzzy did a good job, you know, to to kind of knock the system into our heads. And 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 uh, today he actually just said, it, the system is it, um, is how did he say it? I can't. Anyway, I'm gonna say it with my words. Okay. The system is for for so the other players know what the other players are gonna do. Right. Know? Everybody is on one page, so you know if I get the puck, everybody else knows where I'm probably gonna pass it. But. Right. Now you guys did something just recently. I think about three weeks ago in a game where um, it was on a power play, and you play the point a lot in the power play for this team and everything, and you're pretty good at it. But they did it in a in a way where you were the only person up near the blue line. And there was like four, and I believe they pulled the goalie and, and brought a fifth guy in. And you were basically there at the point, and everybody else was around the goalie. It was almost like an umbrella type of effect. Uh, talk to me about who actually set that up, whose idea it was, and because uh, it, it was effective, it worked. Yeah, it's it's it was Dave's, Dave's idea. You know, mm-hmm. he um, he wants me to be on top, and then. Uh, the best thing would be uh, on, on. It's kind of like umbrella. You yeah. want uh, two one-time shots on each side. So uh, on my left side would be right-handed, and on my right side would be left-handed forward. So it worked. Yeah, uh, da- Danny, I think scored the goal. Right? I think Danny scored yeah. the goal yeah. in that game, and in, in that one, and I think it was either a game winner or or a, a, tying, a tying, tying, tying game. game yeah. yeah, but it was very impressive how you were the only one there. Which means if that puck would have gone by you at all, I mean that's that's an important job for you to be up there. Well. It is, yeah. It well, is. It's, it's just you know, to me, it's kind of give them a good pass for one timer, and or if I can shoot. But you know, it's it's I I'm not really under pressure too much under pressure because they they won't come up, come at me because they know I'll pass it to someone and they'll they'll be trapped. So right. They kind of gotta stay back. So so you're pretty you were pretty confident that the defense on their side were going to stay back because they needed to stay back. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Talk to me a little bit about the difference between playing in the juniors. And playing in American Hockey League, when you went from the Regina Pats, talk to me. What's the, what's the, I mean? Because there's fighting in in the, in oh, the yeah, WHL. WHL. So, but talk to me a little bit about the play there versus when you first came to San Antonio. Uh, there's a big. It's a it's a big difference. It's a big, big step, step up. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a lot bigger difference than between HL and NHL. I think. Uh, that's my opinion. And uh, WHL on the junior junior hockey for me it was. If if you probably saw me, you think I'm really forward because I've been skating with the puck so more, way more than, than what I'm doing right now, and I was able to do it. I was able to right. skate from one end to an end and score, or you know, it's it's. But when I came to San Antonio, I just I just couldn't, you know, I um. 
the coaches wouldn't wouldn't let me. I, actually, I was I was fortunate. My first year, I had a really good coach, and right. uh, I had to compromise. I, I couldn't be so offensively but offensive. And uh, the first couple of months, I've been making a lot of turnovers mm-hmm. and uh, cost the game once in a while. So that wasn't good. Then I cut yeah, I cut back and and. Um, Actually worked out pretty well. I had, I think, I had a pretty good year. So, so you you learn from coming up forward too much. You've learned from that and learned that you have to think more. I gotta, I gotta be back. I mean, yeah, I gotta yeah. pick my shots. I mean, Brian Leach was famous in the for the New York Rangers for going up and and getting involved in the in the play with the forwards and whatnot and so forth. Uh, and yet, still, sometimes always get criticized for not being back far enough. And that's one of the things you've learned already in your young career. Well, I've learned it, but it's hard to you know think about it because you get into the game and and you just want to go. You want to because that's, that's I think that's my nature. It's 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 you know really hard because I'm always thinking you know pass the forwards, help them out a little bit, and um, you know the biggest thing I had to adjust. I always you know let's say we were tied you know, mm-hmm. five minutes before the game was over, and I still was playing the same way offensively, and and that's what I learned. You know, I just have to stay back now stay and back make and sure we win the game. That's what right. matters. And, and that, that's a very good point. It's kind of keep it on my. It's it's hard to keep it on my mind because I I don't really pay attention to clock a lot. But <laughs> don't look up. I, I'm I'm starting. I'm starting now. I'm <laughs> you really got to start looking to. up at the clock. There, it's on all four sides. You can yeah. definitely see it from anywhere I in am, the arena. <laughs> Sometimes even when I'm skating with the puck, I look just to make sure. <laughs> okay, all right, good. I can go up and everything. Um, you started playing hockey at the age of five. You started skating yeah. at the age of five and everything. Um, and you, you said your dad um, was a hockey player. Uh, did he play for? He played uh, for my hometown, the top league uh, ho- hockey club, Cheske Budjovice. Okay, yeah. I, I won't be able to. I won't try to pronounce that. No, you probably won't be able. <laughs> well, to. I wouldn't be able to. No, yeah, that's where not. that's where they make the original Budweiser. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I didn't know hometown. that. <laughs> Very cool. Now, um, I hope I won't get into trouble for this. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. Absolutely not. So, uh, did he teach you a lot? Oh, yeah. He, uh, he's the, he's the main, you know, main person that thought that's, you know, he, he did for me so much hockey wise. And, and it's kind of funny because he was completely different, different, uh, defenseman as me. Okay. He was really stay at home defenseman. And I just talked to him about <laughs> it on the phone a couple of days ago. Um, so has he come over and seen you play yet? Uh, last here? year, yes, yeah. He, so he did. And, San Antonio. And is he gonna is he gonna try to make it over to this, again this year? Uh, probably not. Probably no, not. No. no, probably no. Not unless you get up into the end, right? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he could probably watch um, you on on the internet if you if you know he could watch the games and stuff like that. Um, they could watch. Oh, the yeah, YouTube yeah, network could, and everything. Yeah, it's it's actually it's a great thing. I'm um I mean I'm impressed that something like this Asia you know it got this done. Is involved with right involved with yeah and yeah. Uh, um we even we even watch you know our our pregame pregame when uh, Dave bring us pregame tape about the other team you know he he uses that tape when he oh really he from the B two network yeah. um now when you were obviously playing over there how how does it work in the Czech Republic do they have you know, juniors over there like Canada does? Because we know that Czech Republic has a lot of great hockey players, a lot of great players that come out and played in the NHL. Uh, they, they've had a good team from time to time in, you know, in world competition and stuff like that. How does it work there? Do you go to school? Do you go to, like, high school and it's, play in a high school team? Or is it juniors? How does it work it's out? It's actually, uh, it works different because every city uh, has a, has a their, their team, hockey team, right? Okay. And, um, when I was growing up playing hockey, I played for the one team all the way up. It's the same same organization, and but, they got but they you got start TVs, off oh, okay, you TVs, start. and you go higher the older you get it. But you're still playing for the same organization, so oh. they're kind of 
they're uh, raising you, right? Right. Did I say the yeah, word? No, right? no, absolutely. Yeah? They're okay. they're 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 training you and they're yeah. ra they're raising you. So yeah. so you actually played up there until you were seventeen. Exactly. And then that's when you came over. Um, you had an yeah. agent, and the agent got you set up, and yeah. they uh, weren't too happy about it. Oh, really? No. Okay. So your hometown was a little, little angry that uh, a little bit. A little well, because bit. your father played for them, probably, and, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. wanted to, you know, see father like son on their team and everything. Yeah. Um, but you come over to Regina um, and everything, and you start playing with R Regina, and the difference there that had to be also an interesting step from going from from playing over in the Czech Republic to here. Yeah. Well. It's something new, you know. It's probably you can't, you just imagine how would you be if you went to a different country, could, can't speak the language, right? It's 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 uh, it's been hard, but it wasn't overly hard, you know. And it's definitely was exciting, was an experience, and uh, I'm glad. I, I I would never regret. I I did made the decision, and you know, I learned English. I I've met a lot of good friends, and uh, I got to see a lot of a lot of new places, and, right? And I got to learn the. The North American style of hockey, so which, which is, is definitely different. Yeah, well, it's it is, it's it def is different. It, it is, is definitely different. Um, what have you thought so far of Binghamton? It's a small city, very small city. It's probably got to be one of the smallest cities you played in for in a while and everything. But it's yeah. a it's a small city. What have you thought of it so far? Um, you know, I, and if you say boring, that's okay. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'm an honest guy. I'll be honest. You know, it's. It's 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 an old. I think it's an old city. It is. It's, it's two hundred years old. Over two hundred years old. Yeah, and and I've seen some old buildings around, mm -hmm. and, and but I I mean I like the scenery. I like the country around. You know. It's oh yeah. Hills and stuff. I I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, oh, now over in the Czech Republic, did you live? Well, there's a lot of hills and mountains yeah, out oh, there yeah, and everything oh, like that. So you were used to that there. You come here and and I mean this place is. In the middle of a valley, yeah. So I mean, you got hills and mountains on either side. So that's one of the things you like. Yeah, I like it because my hometown is in the valley too. So uh, I, I mean, I, I like it, and and uh, the people are awesome here. They're really good hockey fans. They're into hockey. I'm surprised. <laughs> you really? Yeah. Now we we've got a pretty good bunch of uh, fans here. We can we can definitely contest to that. It's you know, just you go into a bigger city. And you had to play on the... you had to play on Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, and you're you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, this is a holiday. Why do they want to play a game on a holiday? Well, for 30 years, for some reason, know, we've we've done it here. We've we've always had a hockey game here, and uh, the NHL. I mean, there, I remember years when we were the only hockey game going on in the in North America. You know, NHL didn't have it, and we were the only team in the AHL to do it and stuff. And it, it's, it's interesting. Been, it, it, it is, is interesting. interesting. We play the day after Christmas. We play New Year's Eve, no matter what. Always, uh, it's it's just been a tradition here to do that. And some teams they play on St. Patty's Day and think that's a big deal, and it's like ah. Eh, you play on oh, Thanksgiving. Always play on St. Patty's Day too. Yeah, I've played it before. Yep. So the green jerseys and song. Oh and yeah. yeah, it's like <laughs> green beer afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, if you got time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Phil, what, what, right now the team is uh, tied for. Uh, I don't want to say last place, but it is last place. Do do you guys, as a team, notice that? Do you care about that? And um, how does it affect you guys going into a game? Well, we definitely care about it. You okay. know? It's, <laughs> I think, if we didn't care, it would be pretty bad. Yeah. No, it would. I, mean, you know, we had we had we had a rough start, and and I think we're getting back. Mm -hmm. We're starting to play a little better. Um, you know, goalies, uh, glass. You know, he kept us in the game yesterday. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie about it. No, he did. Oh, he, he did. He had a great game, and uh, Gardo and Billy. You know, they they had a good games where they kept us in the game too. But I think you know we. Uh, 
we started play as 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 a, as a group and and uh, within the system and I think that helps you know it, it's kind of it's kind of slowing the game a little bit down you know it makes it more more um, you know we make the passes tape to tape and you know we we don't just throw it at each other like at right. the beginning and, and and that's what you know helps a lot. So you think it's coming along very good. I wouldn't say very good. It's we still got better. lots. Yeah, better. Okay. You know, we still, we still, we still got lots. You know, lots of things to improve on. See, I'm still working on my English too. So don't don't worry about <laughs> that. Don't worry about that. At I all. didn't even notice. <laughs> Well, sometimes I say something uh, I don't want to say, and I say say the wrong thing. So either way, uh, Phil, very glad to have you on the show. We definitely appreciate it. Um, you've been a pleasure. We'll contact you again and get you on a little bit later on, see how you're doing. And by the way, do us a favor, beat Wilkes-Barre. That's all we okay. care about here in Binghamton is beat Wilkes-Barre and beat Rochester. Well, do we want to? They're the best team. Yeah, they're the best team. First, we want the first regulation loss for Wilkes-Barre this Saturday. Okay. It would be, yeah, it would we'll be, do. You'll do that for us? We'll do that. Okay, he's, he's going to do that for us. All right? We'll do our best. Right. And if you get we'll a goal... I'm going to be cheering. Don't worry. Okay. All right, so I'll be listening for you. You be loud. <laughs> I definitely will be loud. He's Philip Novak, Binghamton Senators defenseman number four, just in case uh, you didn't know. And uh, this has been the Power Play Post Show. This is Grady Wittenberg, the voice of the Binghamton Senators. Shot here at the face off. They win. Ryan Teller, Kristen, and Hall. You're listening to the Power Play Post Show.